I know what you're going to say, but it's all about Davis domination. Game one goes to the Lakers. Let's go. Ah, yes. Thanks for joining us. Game one to the Lakers, 117-112 at Chase Center. I know what you're going to say. Those are excuses. We'll get into it in just a second. Long way to go in this series, and I'll tell you why, and we'll do what we do after every game. I'll show you the box score. We'll break it down. I'll tell you what happened and why. We'll get into some by the numbers and some adjustments for game two. Quick turnaround one day, Thursday. That's how it's going to go, and these teams are older. So quick turnaround for the Warriors and the Lakers Thursday at Chase, and it's already a critical game, and I'll tell you why. But thank you so much for joining us on the YouTube channel. As you can see, if you uh, watch the YouTube channel on a regular basis when we review these games, I have a board up here, and it tells you kind of what I'm thinking about. So, again, follow up on the uh, YouTube channel. Make sure you just search John Lund Unleashed. And please subscribe, tell all your friends. Thank you very much for listening on the podcast. I love that as well. Take us with you wherever you go. Maybe you're at the gym, driving down the road, whatever the case may be. Same thing. Search John Lund Unleashed, your favorite places where you get your podcasts, Spotify, Apple, all those places, anywhere you get your favorite podcasts. That's where you can check out and download the show. And again, please tell all your friends and listen. Much appreciated. And also, of course, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., with the voice of the Raiders, or voice of the Raiders, with the voice of the 49ers, <laughs> Freudian slip, voice of the 49ers, Greg Papa, and he's been the voice of everyone. That's why I had the Freudian slip and the Warriors and the A's and the Giants and everything else. Uh, we do a show uh, on a little old blowtorch, 50,000 watt blowtorch every day, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. in San Francisco. KMBR.com, KMBR 680, and the new KMBR app. So make sure that you check those things out as well. All right, welcome into the show. As always, I know you got a lot of places you can go to get this information. Hopefully, my information is unique and different and entertaining and all those kind of things, and it makes come back. So I really, really appreciate what's going on. All right, the lead, it's very, very simple. I'll give you two things here. First of all, you're going to say two things that are excuses for the Warriors. Number one, the free throws. 25 to 5 in makes. That's minus 20. It was ridiculous. Fouls are called. The Lakers are the number one team in the NBA in the regular season in getting fouls and getting free throws, and the Warriors are dead last in getting free throws and number one in fouls. So we talked about it on the KNBR show today. We talked about it in the lead-up to the series right here on John Lund Unleashed, which is free throws are going to be an issue, and they continue, and they will continue to be. Uh, your friends who don't listen or watch the show uh, and will have lazy analysis tomorrow I don't even know if there's a water cooler or if you're grabbing a cup of coffee or if anybody comes into your office anymore or maybe you're working at home, but you talk to friends, you text, all these things. The refs are out to get us. They hate us. They want LeBron. Look, the Warriors are the big draw. Steph Curry is the big draw. He's a bigger draw than LeBron James, and they get better ratings than the Lakers. So that's not factually correct, number one. But number two, they're not out to get anybody. If you watch the game, the aggressor gets the calls, and so the Lakers were going into the, to the paint. They were, they were doing two things, all right? They were the aggressors and going into the paint, and Steve Curry even said so in the first half when asked about it uh, at, the, at those uh, sideline reports that are oh so illuminating, and said, no, I don't, I don't have an issue with it. And that's that, so that's part of it. Number one, they were the aggressors. They were getting to the rim. They were forcing the action. They were going into the contact. They know how to draw fouls, and by that, I mean they're better actors. 
I don't know where it flipped because I thought there was a, a rule in the NBA, the old Vladi Divots rule that was going to penalize players for flopping every single player every time. Falls down. LeBron James is a 260-pound brick, and a feather could knock him over. And Anthony Davis and Dennis Schroeder, Schroeder's the worst. He's turned into the new Vladi Divac, Dennis Schroeder. I mean, it, it, a, a soft wind will blow him, blow him over, apparently. But you know what? That's the way the game is played, and that's the way the game is officiated. So adapt or die. And in, when I say die, I mean get out of the playoffs. It, become better actors. Become better actors and screamers and flailers and all those kind of stuff because it's being rewarded. Officials, I don't even think, see half the plays that happen. They just see a guy fall on the floor, and it's a foul. It's ridiculous. It's not entertaining. The game needs to change. They need to do something about it. But between guys who are, you know, big, broad defenders taking charges, which is lame and boring, and the officials just calling any time a guy falls on the floor, even though it's a bad acting job, it's become soccer. It's become European soccer. And it's ridiculous. And who can ever flail and fall the, the most believable gets an award and gets a foul. And a lot of teams around the league, including the Lakers, must be teaching these classes. They're in L.A. after all. They must be teaching these uh, in Hollywood. No, 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 no. That's not how you do it. You know, they must be doing it. But you know what? I'm not hating on the Lakers about it. I'm saying the Warriors need to, be, need to become better at it. And then the other thing is, while the Lakers are leaning into contact, watch Klay Thompson fade away. Watch Steph Curry fade away. Watch Jordan Poole fade away. Fade away from contact. You're not going to get a foul call fading away from contact. The Lakers go into it. The, La the Warriors fade away. And because they're in L.A. and in Hollywood, the Lakers act better. Dennis Schroeder in particular. And I know that Steve Kerr is going to say something about it. and Maybe it'll sway the, the officials for a minute. But not likely for a long time because the Warriors are, as Charles Barkley says, a pretty jump-shooting team. And we'll get into the numbers in a minute, but the paint numbers were ugly. And if you're not going to be an aggressor on a certain, on, on the night and you're not going to try to draw the contact and you're not going to try to go into defenders and you're not going to say, you know what, I'm, I'm getting a foul out of this and you're not going to be aggressive, then you're not going to get the calls. So you can bitch and moan and cry and use it as an excuse and go 25 to 5 it makes. That's minus 20. That's got to even out. You've got to play the game differently then. And that's one thing the Warriors did in the King series when they won. Oh, you're gonna play up. You're gonna you're gonna take the three constantly away from me. I'm just gonna go to the rim. But the problem is, there's Anthony Davis sitting there, Mountain Davis, and it wasn't just the the, the offense in which Anthony Davis and we'll get into the numbers in a minute dominated, and we'll put up the box score in just a second. He dominated on defense. I'll give you one number, and then we'll go down to the numbers. The Warriors were four of seventeen. Go under numbers and look at the fourth number there. The Golden State Warriors were 4-17 and 17 when Davis was the primary defender. And then how many other shots did he alter and scare guys or just guys just said, I ain't going into the, into the lane? That means you got to be better. The ball's got to move. you gotta, you got to make him then move, and they've got to change things. The ball's got to move more, too much dribbling. This is the, these were the exact things that happened early in the Kings series. It's like they, they have to get out of a series by the skin of their teeth, and then they have to learn it all over again. Like, what do you guys have, amnesia? The ball's got to move better. The, the, the motion's got to move better. This is a much better team than what the Kings were. You can't just think that you're going to dribble around and then shoot some asinine shot and get rewarded for it. Klay Thompson was shooting so many low percentage difficulty shots, of, you know, like a difficulty 10. 
Like, you're not, not going to get away with those against the Lakers. The, the offense has got to move. Plus, this is the worst transition defense in the league. They're great in the half court. Transition defense, they're not. Get out and run. You know, we'll get into that in the in the adjustments. But you got to get out and run this team, man. Absolutely, positively. And you let LeBron rust on the other end half the time. That's not going to work. It's like you learn all these lessons against against teams and then you forget the lessons in the next series. Like, you just barely got out of that series. Learn your lesson. And I'll, t- I'll say that about the coaches, too, in just a second. So Davis is the lead here. Free throws are earned. That's at the top left. Uh, free throws are earned. They're not given. In the playoffs, free throws are earned. And the Lakers during the season did it. The officials know it. If you're going to get free throws and if you're going to even up the paint points, you, you got to play differently. So we'll get into that. Uh, defending Steph, this is different. The Kings could throw Devion Mitchell at Steph Curry and a few other guys, but they weren't going to do it. That wasn't going to do it. Uh, Jared Vanderbilt made things tough. If Steph's out at the three-point line and decides to himself, all right, you're going to overplay the three-point line, I'm going to go to the rim like I did against the Kings. There's Anthony Davis. It's going to be difficult. They've got to do different things. They changed one thing by getting him on the ball. In the Kings series, to preserve his energy, they got him off the ball. So they're going to have to, they're going to, have to change that up. Uh, as far as the minutes are concerned, I'll get into that in just a second. But suffice to say that Anthony Davis and LeBron James played 40-plus. 40, 40 Clay Thompson and uh, Steph Curry played around 37. You think the Anthony Davis played 45, and LeBron played almost 41. So do you think those three or four minutes, or in Davis's case, eight more minutes than Steph Curry made a difference? Uh, Dante DiVincenzo played 12 and sucked again. I think those 12 minutes or one quarter of the game might have made a difference in a five-point game and maybe Steph for three more minutes. Oh, you can't play Steph. He's tired. He had to play Sunday. Too bad. That's your own fault. If I have to hear tired, I've covered the league for 25 years, and I say this every time. Stockton alone, I covered the Utah Jazz. I covered Jordan in the – I was in the Bulls locker room. That was my assignment in the 97 and 98 NBA Finals. I never one time heard that Jordan was tired. He played 45 minutes every single night. And the only time they rested him was like on the minute left in the quarter so he could get the quarter break. That was it. Other than that, he didn't rest. Steph Curry is a world-class athlete. This is game one at home. Sorry you had to play Sunday. That's your own fault. We got to play you 40. You think those three minutes would have made a difference? I do. What are you saving him for? Well, he's, he's got to play the whole series. You got to win the game. You play to win the game. So those guys played 37, and 38-year-old LeBron James played 41. And Anthony Davis, who's always injured and fragile, played 45. Now, he didn't have to work too much because he absolutely dominated the Warriors all night, but still, him playing eight more minutes than Steph and Clay, and LeBron at 38 playing four more minutes probably made the difference in the game. And this whole thing about, oh, the, uh, the minutes, it's the playoffs, man. Why'd you rest him all season long for the playoffs? Why you rest him in the playoffs for later in the playoffs? Uh, okay. <laughs> wow. Uh, the threes, let's get into the numbers. And then I'll flash up the box score. 25-5 in the missed free throws. All right, excuse me, on the free throw makes plus 20. Or the Lakers, minus 20 for the Warriors. I'm not buying the excuse, and the officials aren't out to get you. Uh, threes. The Warriors, now this is where it's unbelievable. I'm going to flash the box score up yet. And some of these numbers that the Warriors put up against the Lakers, if you have the combination, a lot of times you don't even look at the final score. You can just look at the box and see these key components of a box score and go, I know one. 
The Warriors had 15 more three makes or 45 points. You have to lose so many categories if you're up plus 45 total in three-point shots like they were. They were plus 15 makes or plus 45. But then you look at paint. Lakers, 54-28. Anthony Davis dominated. Going to the rim dominated. That's their plan. They don't have to sit outside and shoot jumpers, and and we'll talk about adjustments. They're just going to go to the rim. They saw what the Kings did. They're not afraid of the interior defense of the Warriors. Draymond Green isn't the defender he once was. It's a fact. Uh, I told you about uh, defending uh, the Golden State Warriors were 4 and 17. 4 for 17 was when Davis was the primary defender. And I told you LBJ, uh, LeBron James, and Davis played 40 plus. And Steph Curry and Klay Thompson played around 37. So if we're competing, if we're saying star to star. And again, Look, I know what everybody's going to say. They had to play on Sunday. Sorry, your own fault, man. I'm not going to I can't give you an excuse because you lost game 6 at home. Therefore, I can't play you 40 minutes in game 1. I know it's going to be a long series. I get it. But you rested them all season for the playoffs and you now you're resting them early in the playoffs or later in the playoffs. At some point, like it used to be, guys got to play 40 to win a series. That's the way it goes. I'm not going to worry about the next series and the next series and the next game and the next game. Because all of a sudden, game two becomes critical. You go 0-2 going to L.A., series is over. Just a fact. That was a big game tonight. And I, you know, I, I did expect the Warriors to lose, but I sure as hell expect them to win in game number two. And I don't want to hear tired. That's a bad excuse. Tired, tired, tired. Bad excuse. Don't buy it. Here's your box score. Uh, and some of the things I talked about, Anthony Davis, you can see there in 44 minutes, 43.50, 11 and 19 from the floor, 8 of 8 from the line, uh, 23 boards and 30 points. That can't continue. You got to pack the paint against the against the Lakers. This can't happen, and you have to invite them to take shots. LeBron James is not a shot maker. D'Angelo Russell is not a consistent shot maker. I'll take my chances with Austin Reeves if that's what it comes down to. Jared Vanderbilt is not an offensive player. You let LeBron James uh, rest on one end and didn't take advantage of Jared Vanderbilt being pretty much a zero offensively on the other. Uh, They got good minutes out of Dennis Schroeder. That's going to probably continue, but there it is. Look where the, the line is there. Nine of ten from the free throw line. He is the best actor on the Lakers. It is what it is. He goes to the rim, he forces the officials to make calls, and he falls over like when he's touched by a feather. It's just how it is, and that's the way the series is going to be. You've got to match that somehow. You've got to be aggressive. You've got to get calls if you're the Warriors. Nine of ten from the line. Very efficient. Takes ten shots, gets 19 points. Can't have that happen. That's way too efficient. Uh, On the other side for the Warriors, um, you look at, uh, again, the minutes. 37-27 37-27 for Clay, 37-30 for Steph. Tired, tired, tired. They had to play on Sunday. Don't care. LeBron James played 40-plus at, at 38, and Anthony Davis played 44 minutes. If they're playing it, you got to play it. And the red marks I have down there, how many times are you going to run Dante DiVincenzo out there? Has he proven yet that he's not he's not ready to perform in, on this stage? I'm glad they gave Jamichael Green a little bit of play. He made a couple of threes. You got to see who's got what on a given night. You know, is Kaminga completely out of the rotation? I'm not saying he's going to win a series. I'm saying maybe he can make a couple of plays in a close game. It's going to be a close series. Just see what he has. 
his confidence level is probably next to zero again right now. So it's early in the series. I get it. it was early in the series. And because Draymond Green was out, that they had to go to some of these guys. But see if two or three minutes a run. I don't know. I Look, I don't think Anthony Lamb's the answer, but he's physical. I don't think Kaminga's the answer, but let's see. You know, I know that Dante DiVincenzo isn't. And if Gary Payton II doesn't have it on a certain night, why is he any different than anybody else on the bench? He played 12 minutes. That's an entire quarter of the game. DiVincenzo played over 12 minutes. That's an entire quarter of the game to tell you what we've seen most of the playoffs. He doesn't have it. And Gary Payton II isn't the same player that he was a year ago. I don't know if it's, you know, he was sick, he's injured, I, he, he hasn't got his legs completely under him. He's not the same guy. He does. He's, he, at times you'll see it. Oh, there it is. I guess I think one play tonight off a dunk. Oh, okay. Defensively, he didn't have it. See if other guys have it. Great to see Jordan Poole break out a little bit. Gets 21. 7 of 15, 6 of 11. Good for him. Hopefully he can do this, that, the rest of the series. You just can't have one Jordan Poole appearance or two Jordan Poole appearances. You've got to do that throughout the series because if you look at Hachimura and and uh, Schroeder, guys like that, they're going to be consistent off the bench. They're going to score points, and you've got to match that. So that's a big deal. But I've seen DiVincenzo. I've seen Peyton. I'm not saying you don't give them a little bit of run to see what they have, but you got to see what who's on the bench and who may give you something. Poole's going to be a constant. There's no question about it. Moody getting six minutes. I just again, I'd like to, he doesn't make mistakes. I'd like to see more. If Jamichael Green's hit some shots in the first half, give him a little bit of run in the second half. He earned it. Look, Steve Kerr's brilliant. He knows a hell of a lot more about basketball than me. But there's certain things about the rotation, and you can't just go out and feel. Let, let's feel them out in this first game. This is a home game. You need to win. This was too much of a feeling out process. You got to win this game. They didn't. And then as far as the small print at the bottom, I told you about this. Points in the paint, 54-28. Ridiculous. I know they have Anthony Davis. And I'll give you a couple of things about adjustments. But you can't lose inside 54-28. You can't. You're not going to win the series that way. Uh, nothing else else really jumped out to me in terms of, you know, second chance points, tied, fast break points, whatever. 14-11, there's no big difference there. Um, what I was telling you about before, where you don't even have to look at the final score, and you can hear, you can see who won the game. And I told you about three-pointers. So 21-6, to six, plus 15, a plus 45 in total points. If you win plus 45 in three-point, usually win the game. Uh, 43 of 106 for the Warriors, 43 of 92 from the field were the Lakers. If you're plus... 14 in shots usually win the game. I mean, that's just usually win the game. The Warriors only turned the ball over eight times. They, they averaged double that in the season. So if the war if you looked at this box score and didn't look at the final score and said the Warriors only turned it over eight times, they had 14 more shots and were plus 45 from the three-point line, you'd have thought that the Warriors blew them out. But as you can see from the free throw line, 25 to 5, you're minus 20 there. And then the easy shots that the that the Lakers had from the uh you know from the paint. So then free then overall makes were 43 43. 43 out of 92 for 47%, 43 for 106 for 41%. So because they had such good shots from inside in the paint and dominated you in the paint. They had the same amount of makes, even though you had 14 more shots 
And even though you're plus 45 in three-point overall, plus 15, plus 45, but because of the free throw discrepancy, which, again, I explained to you, that's not on the officials. They're not against the Warriors. The aggressor got the free throws. The better actors got the free throws. The team that faded away didn't. And I don't know if you got the memo. Flopping, faking, flailing, it's, it's in the league. It's back in the league. It's been back in the league, and they don't call, and they don't care. Good actors get rewarded, so get better quick. So there you go. Box score going away in three, two, and one. And we're back. Now let's go down to adjustments, left-hand corner, if you're watching on the YouTube channel. And thank you so much, by the way, for listening to the uh, YouTube channel. The Lakers beat the Warriors in game number one on Tuesday night, uh, 117-112. Went through the game itself, went through the numbers, uh, down to the adjustments. And again, if you're listening on the podcast, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your favorite podcast, if you're listening or watching on the YouTube channel, thank you so much. Just search John Lund Unleashed and listen to my uh, show with the voice of the 49ers, Greg Papa, six eight, or excuse me, t- uh, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. weekdays on KMBR 680, the big 50,000-watt blowtorch. KMBR.com and the new KMBR app. All right, adjustments. It's already critical. Play like it in game two. You can't go down 0-2 at home, go back. I mean, I think they'll win a game in L.A. They've done it for 28 consecutive series. Won a road playoff game for 28 consecutive series. And they haven't won 19 straight Western Conference playoff series because they panicked after one game. They didn't. But why put yourself in an 0-2 hole and have to go to L.A. and win a couple of times? You got to win game two. You got to act like it's critical. First and foremost, it's already critical, as I wrote there. Uh, Pack the paint. Uh, Anthony Davis can't have a game like that. I thought Draymond Green was supposed to be one of the best defensive players of all time. That's embarrassing. Uh, Kevon Looney's coming off a great series against uh, Sabonis and the Kings. Now, look, Anthony Davis is a whole completely different deal. We saw that. And, you know, this is interesting because we can play revisionist history here. Not that this guy would have helped. Maybe he would have. But the whole reason that the Warriors drafted James Wiseman, you know, we're always, it's, you got to be the 6'7", 6'8", guy, long arms. We want you to guard one through five. That's what everybody's drafting. So that probably would have led them to, dra- to draft LaMelo Ball at least. I mean, he was, it was between Ball and Wiseman at that point after Anthony Edwards had already gotten selected. But in the bubble, Anthony Davis dominated, and the Lakers won a bubble championship. I give him full credit, but they won a bubble championship and so for just a brief second, everybody said, you better get some size in the West. You better get some size in the West. And the Warriors did. And then the Warriors traded it. So Anthony Davis dominated without much opposition in game number one. So, you know, they, they tried some zone at the end of the game in spurts. I think they need to use more of that. Now, you can't use it all the time in the NBA. It can, it can be a great changeup. But, you know, change up to the zone a little bit. Pack the paint. Uh, don't make it so easy for Anthony Davis and invite the Lakers to shoot. Because as I look at their roster, let me just flash this up one more time. As I look at their roster, Jared Vanderbilt's not scaring anybody. LeBron James has struggled at the free throw line and shooting the basketball. He was 9 of 24 and 1 of 8. Not afraid of him. Uh, If Austin uh, Reeves is going to beat me, try it. Uh, D'Angelo Russell, the former Warriors, an inconsistent shooter. He's not bad. And Reeves isn't bad. It's just, if you want to beat me with Anthony Davis, I'm not going to let you do that. Sports is about dictating how you're going to get beat. 
Professional sports is about dictating how you're going to get beat if you're going to get beat. Think Bill Belichick. We're taking this guy away. You beat me with those guys. And if you do, I tip your hat. I tip my hat. But you can't allow Anthony Davis to continue to crush you or hope for an injury or something. It's not, it, that's, just not, that's not a good strategy. So pack the paint and say D'Angelo Russell, Austin Reeves, Jared Vanderbilt, LeBron James, Dennis Schroeder, Hachimura. That's their rotation, basically. You're going to have to beat us from the outside because we're, pa- we're not letting Anthony Davis crush us like game one. All right? So already critical. Pack the paint. Get Curry free. They already made an adjustment off the ball against the Kings because they wanted to uh, keep his energy up. They wanted to give him a little bit more rest, so they got him off the ball. Didn't have to uh, handle the ball so much. Now they had him handling the ball, and it worked out a little bit better. Steph was late. Steph was tired. I heard you. I don't buy that excuse. I don't care. They didn't have to play that game seven. Steph was a little bit late tonight. They made a couple of nice adjustments down the stretch. They denied him the ball, and they said, hey, same thing. Dictate how you're going to get beat. And the Lakers down the stretch said, not Steph Curry, not this time. Uh Uh-uh. So they've got to find ways to get Steph free. If that's on the ball to, to make sure that he's got it, if it's giving it up, getting it back, if it's, you know, whatever the case may be. Mixing this whole thing up. Steph Curry, there has been uh there have been all sorts of defenses that have stifled Steph Curry for a brief period of time in the run over nineteen consecutive Western Conference wins. A lot of teams try to be physical, whatever. Steph's gotten bigger. Steph can defeat any defense out there. So it's game one. They did a nice job. Vanderbilt did a nice job at times, no question. Then they can throw Dennis Schroeder at him. They've got guys that are good defenders that are different defenders that can defend Steph. But he'll find a way, and the Warriors have to figure it out quickly. Cut the rotation. I already talked about that. I don't need to see DiVincenzo for 12 minutes. I don't need to see Gary Payton II for 12 minutes unless I see that they are on that night quickly. There is no difference to me right now between Jonathan Kaminga and DiVincenzo and Moody and Jamichael Green. Who's ever on is on. Not Jordan Poole is a different deal. Jordan Poole is playing, all right? Jordan Poole's playing. I don't care how poorly he's playing on a given night. Jordan Poole's going to play. Now, his minutes may fluctuate a bit, but he's playing. Those are your six. But as far as Peyton, Moody, DiVincenzo, DeMichael Green, Jonathan Kaminga, and Kaminga's not in the rotation right now, but you've got to see at times what they have. Every series is different. Kaminga didn't play much in the Kings series. I know they don't trust him. I get it. But each series is different. Kaminga is a springy six foot nine. They need something. They need something. They could just tell him, look, you just need to be a defender in this series, whatever the case may be. They could use his length and defense because at times during the year, he showed it. So see what those guys have. But it's not an automatic pass for DiVincenzo to get 12 minutes. It's not an automatic pass because of what he did last year. The GP2 gets 12 minutes. You cannot do that in this series. You can't just throw guys out and say, We'll hope it doesn't work like that. Uh, and then even up the free throws. I talked about this. It's not. It's easier said than done, but there were so many times where the Warriors settled for the jumper, and in Clay's case, especially the fadeaway jumper, fading away from the defender, making the shot harder and make it easier on the officials to not call anything. That's one. The Lakers didn't do that. They never did that. They went to the rim. 
They put the uh, onus on the officials. They were the number one free throw shooting team in the league, and the Warriors are the most foul-prone team in the league. What did you expect to happen? The officials are not after the Warriors. But you have to change things up. You have to be more aggressive. You have to be the aggressor. You will get rewarded. You have to have faith. And then what the NBA has become, and it is frustrating, and it is hard to watch, and I thought they were supposed to fix this years ago, but they didn't. Floppers and flailers now again, and this has been going on for a while, they get rewarded again. So I don't know if Dennis Schroeder especially took Hollywood classes, but whatever classes he took, get a card because you need to become the same fast. Fall, flail, scream, get a call. That's what they do. That's what the Lakers do. That's what a lot of the league does. The Kings did it. You've got to even it up. You're not going to be even because for some reason, guys can't just uh, put their arms in the air and defend in a, in a way or move their feet. I don't know what it is. You know, Steve Kerr's got to be somewhat liable for all this kind of stuff when they don't defend. And I heard him in the huddle just like you did watching the game. Get your arms up and this and that. And then the net, very next play, Jordan Poole doesn't and commits a foul because it's lazy. And if Steve Kerr gets on him enough, which I'm sure he will, and they'll watch film, stop fouling, stop fouling, stop fouling, stop fouling. And again, we'll remind them of proper techniques. Then for a game, the Warriors might do that, and then they'll just go into their own ways. It's just like the turnover. Stop turning it over. Okay, they don't, then they do. Stop fouling. They don't, then they do. So they've got to figure it out in this series because the Lakers will gladly parade to the line game after game like tonight, and if you go minus 20 in free throws, you can do everything right. You can have more shots. You can hit more threes. You can only have eight turnovers. You can do all those things. But if the Lakers parade to the line and are plus 20 in makes over you, they're going to make it difficult for you to win the series. And we said this before the series. And I'm sure uh, I'm sure Steve told his his team probably at num- at key number one, They're the number one team to the free throw line. You're the last team to the free throw line, and you commit the most fouls. That's going to be a problem. Steve, I'm sure, uh, relayed it to his team, but clearly not in a way that was as desperate as it needed to be or as urgent as it needed to be, I should say, because they didn't get the memo. Start acting better. You've got to close that gap or it's going to be a problem. All right, there you go. Let me get this uh, box score off the screen because I'm sure you want to see my uh, my sparkling face. Look, I'm not frustrated by the loss. I thought they would. I thought they were going to be tired, even though I hate that excuse, and it is an excuse. It's not an explanation. It's an excuse. You're the one who had to play the extra game against the Kings. Uh, the free throw thing that everybody's going to be screaming and crying and bitching about. Yeah, less free throws. Officials in the NBA are out to get us. No, they're not. Uh, look how, how the game was played. Look at who was aggressive. Look who was fading away. Look who, who was putting the officials, uh, the onus on the officials. It was the Lakers, and it's been that way all season long. So the Warriors have to find a way. So there you go. 117-112, the Lakers win it. Give me your thoughts. Game one, I'm not panicked on the series. I'm frustrated because there were opportunities for the Warriors to win the game, and they didn't do it. Uh, LeBron, the one thing I did notice, too, about this game is, and maybe as it goes on, I meant to, uh, to lead with this, as it goes on, maybe this thing changes, but this is Anthony Davis's team. Anthony Davis is like Kawhi Leonard was when the Spurs won their, maybe it was their last championship. It wasn't Tim Duncan's team anymore. It wasn't Manu's team anymore. 
wasn't Tony Parker's team anymore. It was Kawhi's team. And he made it abundantly clear that he was the leader of that team. This is Anthony Davis's team. LeBron James is still great, but he's not the guy that's going to take over the series for long stretches of time that we, like we saw in Cleveland, and everybody else was along for the ride. They did a great job at the deadline on February 9th and in late uh, January when they got Huchimura of, of retooling this team and making it fit. And you could see it tonight. The Warriors are still the better team, and I think they win this series in seven. But this is a much better defensive team in, than the Kings. They are not scared of the big lights. They have guys who have won championships, obviously, in James and Davis, and they've got enough veterans on this team that they're not going to be intimidated by the Warriors, and they're not going to make stupid mistakes throughout the series that will allow the Warriors to win games that maybe they shouldn't. That's just how it is. But this is Anthony Davis's team. He's the Batman and LeBron's the Robin. I think that was pretty clear. Now, again, can LeBron do it in stages? Yes. But LeBron James isn't the best player in the NBA anymore. In fact, he's top five. But at 38, look, he's still very, very, very good. It's just, and he can dominate for periods, but just not as long as he used to be. So this isn't Cleveland LeBron James. But this is Anthony Davis, who at least for one game showed you that he's the best player in the series at this point. Steph, can, Steph will be back. The Warriors will be back. But for one night, he was a major problem and was the main reason, both offensively and defensively, that the Lakers won the game. There you go. There is a full recap of game one, some adjustments, some numbers. Give me your thoughts. Comments right here on the uh, YouTube uh, channel. I'll answer them all at John Lund Radio on Twitter, Instagram. I check Twitter more. Give me your thoughts, questions, comments, disagree. That's fine. Love disagreements. I like different opinions. Make sure that you check out the podcast as well. Search John Lund Unleashed, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And, of course, the KNBR show will be back tomorrow, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Pacific. KNBR.com, KNBR 680. It is Unleashed with me, John Lund, only on the Locked On Podcast Network.